Facebook there and then let's see so we're right now we're just live on zoom <laughs> there all right so so i can start i can start the showmanship wait not, not yet <laughs> not yet we'll we'll need to go live on facebook first so i'll oh, okay. turn it. <laughs> so do we, we don't have an audience yet in zoom So let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know when to start. So maybe we'll we'll introduce people one by one. Mike, you can introduce them. Yeah. You'll be the, the master showman. The MC today. Yeah. You're the toastmaster of the night, bro. Yep. Just let me know when to go. Yeah, Mr. so toastman. there. So we'll go live in three, two. Oh wait, let me say something about this first. Um Alive with people from the Rehab Renewal Monetize Summit. There. And we're live in three, two, one. Go. All right. What's going on, ACG? This is Dr. Mike Chu again, physical therapist and uh, certified dementia practitioner. And yes, that's my alternative career. And tonight we have special guests tonight. We've got awesome people, you know, like what I always say, you are the average of the five people you are hanging out with. I'm not just hanging out with five. I'm hanging out with a lot of people right now with you. And of course, the rest of the people that we're going to have on this awesome rehab summit. Tonight, we're going to have Anthony Maritato, physical therapist, owns several clinic. And we've got Bert Devera, home health guy, the contract person. We've got Scott Harmon, occupational therapist on how to start a therapy practice. We got Jessica Drummond in the house, you know, pelvic floor lady. You know, so if you got any questions with regards to pelvic floor, holler at her. And of course, Asha, she is a physical therapist and has a software company called Therex Portal. So we're just going to we're here trying to hang out with them. You know, we're going to ask her, ask, ask them on how to be the best that we can be. And that way we can uh, move on forward for and finding our alternative career. So, uh, Welcome, guys, uh, to our podcast slash video slash whatever for our alternative careers group. So thank you for 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 joining us. So appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, well, Anthony, where are you from? <laughs> so I'm I'm here in Middletown, Ohio. We're just north of Cincinnati. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I'll just give you a quick background on me, the the two minute version. So I started as a strength and conditioning specialist. I opened a little personal training studio down in Sarasota, Florida, about a mile from Siesta Key Beach. And I was just working as a strength coach. And I got introduced to a physical therapist, fell in love with the profession. Over the next year or so, we migrated from all cash-based physical therapy to all in-network physical therapy. And she later became my wife. We opened two more clinics in Sarasota. We moved to Ohio. We got married, had four baby boys. We have two more clinics here. We grew to a, a total of five clinics. And over the last couple of years, we've just been consolidating, downsizing, downsizing, focusing on kind of living the life we had dreamed of, which is spending time with the family, taking the boys fishing. You know, I was in the clinic today, but aside from that, 
I've got an amazing team behind me. They kind of do all the work. They see all the patients. The patients love them. And so now I'm here to share my experience, 18 years of clinical practice, private practice, and growth with anybody who's got a question for me. Oh, wow. 18 years. Imagine that. I wasn't even born that year. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys have any questions with regards to cash practice and also Medicare, Anthony's the guy. He's, uh, he also has a course called the Medicare. It's, <laughs> it's zero to paid. Zero to I'm pay sorry. Medicare billing. And basically, we take people who have no association, no affiliation with Medicare, they've never been credentialed, all the way through the process to submitting that first claim and getting that direct deposit in their bank account. There and you so go. We go through everything they need within the course. It's, it's a great program. Awesome. Awesome. So he's going to basically, uh, this coming rehab summit that we're going to have this June 29th and 30th, Anthony is the guy if you have any questions with regards to cash base slash Medicare, which is uh, appropriate for cash, which is appropriate for Medicare. And he's, the, the, he's, he's just the guy that we need to ask when it comes to that. So uh, I was just talking to him earlier. If you guys are watching and listening right now, ACG, a lot of our, our, our members here are asking, how can I charge Medicare for Part B and cash? And I did my own credentialing uh, a year ago. And it took me eight months uh, getting that credentialing process because I didn't know what I was doing. So Anthony's the guy, if you reach out to him, you know, he's going to be awesome. And, and he's just actually a good, good person uh, when it comes to, uh, to this question and answer there. So thank you very much, Anthony. Appreciate you. Absolutely. All right. Our next person would be Scott Harmon. He's actually an occupational therapist and has also a, a group called Start a Therapy Practice. I get all his emails and I listen and watch to his uh, podcast and I reached out to him one time too and uh, I learned a lot from him too. So if you are an occupational therapist or regardless, you know, just reach out to him. I think I, I, I referred some people to you too one time, Scott, right? Yeah, appreciate that. I appreciate that, Mike. And I appreciate you listening. And I don't know how you all let an OT infiltrate here, but I appreciate the opportunity to, to join in. So yeah, uh, I'm a pediatric occupational therapist and been in private practice since 2006. I had to break out the paperwork today, as a matter of fact, talking to Medicaid. May 19th, 2006 is when I incorporated as as uh, Therapy for Kids is my pediatric practice, and we're opening our third clinic. Just opened that. We're getting it up, up and running. So it's, it's, it's going good, you know, still trying to keep on top of Medicaid and private insurance and, and all of that. So I'm in the uh, – I like to tell people I'm in L.A., lower Arkansas. So it's, <laughs> it's actually central Arkansas, but, you know, that L.A. sounds more cool. So, but, yeah, we have, uh, we have three clinics and Start a Therapy Practice is a podcast, started out as a podcast and a blog, and I've been doing that since 2013, I think, and I've, I've had a couple of, of us here on this panel on my, on my podcast. I need to get Mike, Jessica, and Ash on there. Uh, Tony's been on there, and Bert's been on there, and it's, it's been such a treat and a thrill just to learn from the likes of, of you all here, so I mean, I appreciate I know what it takes to do what y'all are doing and y'all are doing it very well. So I appreciate going along for the ride here. So my wife is also an OT. We provide speech therapy and physical therapy and occupational therapy in, in my three clinics. And 
also doing home health and, and preschools. And uh, yeah, it's been great. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So if you guys are watching, we've got, I mean, on that, in this ACG group, we got 9,000 members. And majority, I'm, I'm not saying this a lot, but majority are OTs and speech who are in that group. And, uh, you know, if you are watching and listening right now, I would reach out to Scott with regards to how to start a, a therapy practice. And, you know, his specialty is actually pediatrics. So, uh, you know, reach out to him, ask him questions. You know, he's got all this uh, nice resources, uh, free resources actually on his website. I I, I looked it up on it. So, uh, you know, reach out to him and he's an awesome person. And uh, thank you, Scott. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Our next person is Jessica Drummonds, you know, pelvic floor lady. Uh, she's actually, uh, uh, tell me again, Pelvic Health Institute, right, Jessica? Yeah, the, the Integrative Women's Health Institute. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. You have a lot going on tonight with all these panelists. So great to be here with everyone. And yeah, so I started my career as a physical therapist just about 20 years ago, actually a little more than 20 years ago, um, in orthopedic physical therapy. And then I pretty quickly specialized in women's health, which is essentially specialized orthopedics for women's health concerns. Um, and I do women's health and pelvic health. And after the birth of my first daughter, I had a hormone issue, which I personally resolved with a lot of changes in lifestyle medicine and nutrition. And so I went back to school and got a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And so I practice as a health coach, a physical therapist, and a clinical nutritionist. But most of what I do is teach and run a company at this point. Um, so we have an online uh, company that is based in Houston, Texas. I live in Fairfield, Connecticut most of the time. Uh, I do still see patients a few per week because I think it makes me a better educator and a better, um, you know, it kind of keeps me really current. Um, and so the company is 100% is mm -hmm. virtual, although I do see patients um, in person if they would like to do that. But a lot of times I'm collaborating with other pelvic health physical therapists around the world. I see patients all over the world and I teach all over the world, both in person and virtually. So it's been quite an adventure for about the last 10 years. I started the health coaching practice in 2009 um, and incorporated it more officially in 2011. So it's, it's a really interesting journey to do all cash-based telehealth and to create online programs for patients and professionals and it's really very different from what, what I learned in, in school, but it's, it helps me to really reach women in, with such a private, you know, a lot of private challenges from wherever they are. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, if you are watching and listening right now, I know we have lots of people asking about pelvic floor and telehealth and everything, reach out to Jessica. She's the lady with regards to, you know, how to start this, how to coach and how to do all of this uh, online. And actually I've been meaning to reach out to her and I wanted to mimic what she's doing uh, in my dementia stuff, you know, um, how to, you know, 
make it as a as an academy or a school or something and that's my ultimate goal too to be like her or to be like all this people here who i'm talking to right now all right thank you jessica appreciate you and then uh, uh we've got asha right now and uh she has this uh uh software company called the uh, therex portal and can you tell us more about that uh, asha hey hi everybody this is uh my name is asha i'm a uh, have been a physical therapist for about 14 years and I'm a neurological clinical specialist by expertise. And um, I am the founder of Therex Portal, which is an award-winning application, which won the National Geographic Chasing Genius Award. And uh, what the application does in a nutshell is tele-rehabilitation in addition with multilingual home exercise program. So we tend to give exercises to our patients and having an integrative tele-rehabilitation interface with a home exercise program helps uh, patients, educate patients, train the patients, and also caregivers. So you could implement with pediatrics, neurological practice, pelvic floor, um, sports, and athletes as well. So it also has a wonderful patient adherence tracking. So, um, and if your patients speak any other language that's not English, um, this is your go-to platform. So that's about me and um, the application in a nutshell. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So if you guys are interested in learning uh, telehealth in just not just one language, you got Asha here. So reach out to her too. So basically one of the many reasons, guys, you know, if you're obviously watching right now and listening uh, through ACG Alternative Curries Group, uh, all the speakers here, they are going to be talking about all their specialties this coming June the 29th and the 30th on how uh, to start your own sub-practice or sub-niche because each individual here, Anthony, Bert, Scott, uh, Asha, and Jessica, is basically we're going to be, they're going to be talking about their own specialty. I almost forgot. I'm going to ask Bert what he does. <laughs> Bert, <laughs> I always talk to you. I always forget you now. So tell us about what you're going to do, Bert. That, that's okay, Mike. That's okay, Mike. I still love you, bro. It's all oh, right. There you go. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, my name is Bert. I'm a physical therapist. I've been a therapist since 1998. So this is my 21st year. Um, I know I'm old, but uh, thank you if it doesn't show. Thanks. Appreciate that. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, I, I born am <laughs> I am the mastermind of this Rehabpreneur online summit, but I just want to let you know that this thing will not happen without the generosity of all the guests here tonight. And I thank each one of these speakers for their generosity with their time. Um, I am in the presence of greatness, guys, and I'm so honored to have these guys join us for the Rehabpreneur Online Summit. Without their willingness to share what they do, this won't happen. So I just want to thank each and every one of them. Um, I'm also the founder of homehealthcontract.com, where I teach PTs, OTs, and SLPs how to start a home health contract business on the side as a side hustle. Right. So without giving up what you, you're doing, either you're working full time or either you're doing some other niche on the side, you can combine this with anything else without any full time employees, without marketing to doctors, without billing Medicare and insurance. But I am not setting those aside. If you're already billing Medicare and insurance, what I'm saying is add this as another source of income. If you're billing Medicaid, 
add this as another source of income. So that's what I'm doing. So I want to thank Mike personally for putting this together tonight. Um, I think this is so um, nice of you, Mike, to have us here together and talk about our upcoming online summit. So thank you. Well, thank you very much for, for, for having me because like what you said, you know, just being with you guys makes me a better person because, you know, like what I always say, you know, we are the average of the five people we hang out with and you guys are just awesome. And, and every time I uh, be with your in your presence, I become awesome too. So before we move on forward, I just want to ask each one of you, uh, you know, what topic are you going to talk about and just give us at least, you know, uh, one or two tips uh, how we can advance our career or, or how we can find our alternative career. It doesn't necessarily get out of the therapy world, you know, and, and, and basically, you know, one or two tips about what you really do. So uh, I'm going to start again with Anthony. So, Yeah, absolutely. So the, the biggest passion for me, like I, I've been an entrepreneur at heart. I mean, I was that kid in the neighborhood who would sell fireworks and you know, get other kids to like wash cars and, and do all that stuff. I just love business. Business is so exciting. And then when I found physical therapy, I just fell in love with the creative aspect of it. And so I've always been obsessed with the idea of how can I do what I love, which is physical therapy, without letting the financial side of things influence my decisions. You know, I never want to treat a patient because I need to pay my mortgage. I want to treat a patient because I love treating patients. I don't want to have my business to provide financial stability for my wife and my family and, and the rest of our life. And so as I see my profession evolving and changing, I see us moving away from insurance, more toward direct pay, cash pay, out of network. And I found that there was this like massive chasm between what people thought Medicare was and what the reality is. And the reality is Medicare is just such an easy payer to work with, very transparent, everything is out there. You can find an answer to any question you want if you just know where to look. And so my thought was, well, I've got 18 years of history in this. Let me just bring, kind of close that deficit of knowledge and bring people to where they wanna be. Now, how that applies to cash bases, we understand you can't treat a Medicare beneficiary if you don't have an affiliation with Medicare because legally the federal law requires you to submit a claim for covered service. Well, in my talk, in my presentation, I wanna touch on the topics of what are some alternative ways that you can play within the rules, but play to win. And, and I'm not talking about the forms that you get patients to sign that say they refuse to let you submit a claim. And I'm not talking about the stuff that's already out there. I'm talking about stuff that's printed in black and white directly in the Medicare guidelines. I will show you exactly where the references are so that you have the education and the knowledge to make a clear decision on what you want to do. And then I want to bring kind of the hybrid of Let's start with Medicare. Let's bring that Medicare beneficiary, the people who need our services the most, into our practices. And then let's take them from Medicare to a direct pay model. This way, everybody kind of gets what they need. They can use a little bit of their Medicare benefits that they've worked a lifetime to build and pay for. But then they can also pay directly so that I'm not restrained to the Medicare guidelines and what Medicare requires me to do. I could provide what I believe the patient really needs, you know? And so that's the goal of my talk, teach you about Medicare. So you're, you're making a decision from an educated platform and then show you how to move past 
Medicare back into the cash pay model where you really have no limit to the reimbursement that you're looking at on a per visit, you know, revenue basis. So, so that's, that's the goal. Oh, wow. And sometimes, you know, that's true. You know, sometimes we just forget that we just have to know the actual rules and regulations in order for us to be able to do this. And sometimes the real only reason why we don't want to do it because we just don't know how to do it. Yeah. So we didn't learn it in school. We, we as clinicians, PTs, OTs, SLPs tend to be rule followers. We're conservative by nature and I get it, you know, so let me give you the information, show you exactly where it is. This way you can make an educated decision instead of just a fear-based decision to say, you know what, I don't understand it and I'm just going to run and hide. I'm not going to treat those, those Medicare beneficiaries even though they need my services, even though I can impact their lives probably more than just about anybody, maybe aside from pediatrics like Scott. You know? so, and I do want to say, I've told Scott before, Scott's podcast was the first one I ever listened to when I first found out what a podcast was. I said, I wonder if there's any business physical therapy podcasts and I found start a, a, a therapy practice. And that was the first podcast that got me hooked. So that Scott, just means thank I'm you old again time. for that. That just you means mean I'm old. Were, you mean he had a podcast 1999? No, just kidding. <laughs> Before the internet was invented. Before I the internet. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Actually, that's true, Anthony. I, when I looked it up too, there were only two. Him and there's another guy. I forgot his name. Uh, he doesn't do it anymore. Uh, wow. I forgot his name and I follow him, but he doesn't do it anymore. Uh, well, anyway, I forgot, you know, stage one dementia. <laughs> forgetting. Right. So, all right. So thank you very much, Tony, for, for uh, explaining that. And uh, yeah. So, all right. Our next uh, person that uh, we're going to give us at least what they're going to talk about in this coming rehab summit and give us at least one or two tips on how to do this is uh, Scott. So, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, I appreciate all the love about the, the podcast. The, only, the main reason I started the podcast is because I'm a big nerd, you know, a big geek. I, I was listening to podcasts and I was like, uh, well, I've, I've, I've put a little margin in my time and my schedule. What would it take for me to, to start a podcast? And it goes back to what I'm going to cover on, on, my, on my talk and that how I got started in private practice was a real desire a couple of desires. One was to be with my growing family. I have six kids, so I wanted to be with them more. I was driving one one hour, one way to work. And I was like, well, how can I be closer to home? And there wasn't any jobs at home or not, there was no jobs that I wanted anyway. So the other motivating factor there was I realized I was trading time for dollars and that there was a definite ceiling to that. There's only so much time in the day for me to make money. Was I remember when I got out of OT school, and this was therapy across the board. This will date me a little bit. I told my grandpa, I was the first Harmon to graduate college. I told my grandpa, God rest his soul, grandpa, I got a job, and I'm making $36,000 a year. And he, he was a blue collar. You know, he was a sheet metal worker. And he realized, you know, that's, that's okay money for back in the day. But he realized that was not a lot of money. But he was, he was proud of me. And so after I began to have a growing family, trading time for dollars, I realized I was going to have to make a little more money. And so that was a motivating factor. Wanting to be closer to my kids was a motivating factor. And so we opened a private practice and that included 
a brick and mortar clinic. And so I'm, I'm going to go over in my talk, basically how I did that startup, what it took to have a brick and mortar clinic. And now I'm actually doing it again. I mean, this week I'm opening a third clinic. And so what's great about that is my older kids are helping out. So I had them up there Friday and cleaning, running the vacuum. And, you know, they were, they made me clean the toilet though. And that thing hadn't been cleaned in a year. So that's the <laughs> getting beat free labor there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And it, so that's one of the benefits of being the, being the owner, right? You're going to clean the toilet and cut the checks, but it's, <laughs> it's a labor of love. And I, I tell my therapist, I have some great therapists, but I do tell them, look, the same guy that cuts the checks, he picks up the, the mess here too. So make sure you pick up after yourself. But it's what I'm going to, what I'm, another thing I'm going to explain is some beginning ideas or thoughts about putting systems in place. And Tony knows about this because he's got multiple clinics. You have to have some systems in place if you're going to scale that monster and make it into something that's more manageable. So some, some first steps on how to implement a system in order to open your first clinic, your second clinic, third, and then you could scale from there. Or like Tony's trying to do right now and I'm trying to do, we're trying to manage that a little bit better in order to step away. That, that was one thing that allowed me to start the podcast is I had implemented some systems in my, in my clinic where I had margin in my day. I was able to have more time to create that podcast. So I'm gonna talk about systems. I'm also gonna cover what I like to call Google juice and how Google that brick and mortar can help with your Google search. And I'm also going to give you a couple more tips that you don't have to necessarily have a brick and mortar in order to play nice with Google. So Google will play nice with you. So whether you have a pediatric practice or you're doing adult rehab, this is going to cover all factors. I'm sure I'm going to touch some on pediatrics. So if you are a pediatric therapist, and you have some specific questions that direction, I can certainly help you out. But don't think, well, I don't have a pediatric practice, so Scott's talk is not that relevant. It's very, it's very generic in that open and brick and mortar practice has a lot of overlap. Adult, pediatrics, plus systems are systems. It's going to cover pediatrics and adult rehab. So I'd love to see you all there. And I can't wait to listen to, these, to, to all y'all's talks. This is going to be great. Well, before, before we move on to the next uh, uh, person, why pediatric? I mean, did you really choose pediatric or, or what? I know Anthony, yeah. you know. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. So when I did my three-month clinical, I did it at the VA, and I loved it. I loved, I loved treating the adults at the VA. And, I mean, I, at, the, at the time, I, was, I, had su I had recently gotten out of the Army, so I had that connection. And I really liked that, but I also knew that I loved kids. I just, I, I'm just a big kid at heart. And so when we get Seriously? kids in our clinic, I get paid to play, right? But when we get kids in our clinic and they realize, they, you get those older kids and they're like, so you get paid to do this? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I get paid to play all these games. But then the, I turn that around and I say, look, if you do good in school, you pay attention to what mom and dad say, you can come work here with me. And they're like, whoa, really? I can do all this? I'm like, yeah, I get, I get paid to do this. So that, that's, I, I knew, and I knew I was going to have a few kids of my own, and they had really enjoyed having the clinic. And I don't know, it just allows me to extend my childhood, I guess. That's good. The reason why I was interested, because my, young, my uh, second child and my first, my, my eldest and second, they want to be an OT 
and one two they don't want they don't want me they don't want the old <laughs> patients they see me daddy's working with the dementia patients one time i brought them to the nursing home and there's this patient that was just shouting mama and mama and it's like daddy i don't want to treat those type of patients so i brought them one time to a pediatric uh, physical therapy clinic and they were like i think i we can do this dad so yeah. yep well, all right well, well thank god you, bless Scott. you god bless you for working with those dementia patients that's a, that's oh gosh a calling, well so i, I forget it anyway the following day so <laughs> all right okay next person that we're gonna ask is uh obviously jessica drummond about uh why pelvic floor well pelvic why pelvic health and uh uh can you give us one or two tips on uh, how to do, how do we do this so yeah, so my talk, like Scott, is also, I hope, relevant, even if you are not working specifically in women's health or pelvic health. And similarly, I, I made $34,000 a year, my first job. <laughs> and, uh, you were and happy. I was, super, I was so grateful. That, right? I was so grateful because, you know, we must have all graduated at roughly the same time, kind of listening to the timelines. And, you know, at that time, it's been the only time even before I went into PT school and after that the federal government actually balanced the budget. And to do that, the only way to really do that is cut Medicare and, and Social Security and military. You know, those are really the line items that have to be involved. And so the, the physical therapy profession, like, slammed to a halt there you know i went to the top it was top three physical therapy school in the country and several people in my graduating class never worked in physical therapy because they simply couldn't find jobs so i was super grateful to get that thirty-four thousand dollar a year job in an outpatient sports medicine clinic and i loved it and so i never actually had that entrepreneurial drive. It wasn't something I was looking for from the get-go. But what happened to me was I got really sick and I had to figure out how to heal myself because it wasn't anything that conventional medicine had tools for. And so I discovered a path of functional medicine, functional nutrition, and that's really what got me well. And, and it would then because I'm a curious bird, I was like, okay, how can I apply some of this to my most resistant pelvic pain clients? You know, we all have within our populations, those clients that are really challenging or they tend to plateau or they don't get all the way better. And so I began to integrate everything I had learned to help with my hormones and my brain neurotransmitters and, you know, my energy and all this very biochemical stuff. In fact, it's really funny because the only reason I didn't go to medical school is I didn't want it to take biochem. And now literally all I do is biochem all day, every day. But, um, but it's really been interesting because the people in functional medicine, functional nutrition think in a completely different way for me in, in a lot of cases because they're trained in this very kind of microscopic model of like one nutrient or one pharmaceutical for a pathway disruption. Whereas when you think, when you learn as a physical therapist, you actually all, and an occupational therapist, speech therapist, you actually already are thinking in an integrative perspective. So what my talk's really gonna be about is how 
in women's health, there are a wide variety of niche markets. So everything from female athletes, and that could be female postpartum athletes, that could be female pregnant athletes, that could be female teenage athletes or master's level athletes over 60, um, pregnancy, postpartum, fertility, pelvic pain. And there are quite a number of niche markets in women's health and women are the, essentially the healthcare CEOs of every family. So if we start to educate women individually to help themselves heal, then we help the entire family heal, especially if it's from an integrative perspective, because they're the ones cooking most of the time. They're the ones, you know, making the kids go outside and play instead of being on the screens. And, you know, I dragged my husband to work out today. Like, actually, that's not true. He's, he's getting himself motivated now. But at first, right, we're the ones who kind of are the, the stimulus. So we're going to talk about a couple of key things. The how to market to women in a different way, because women really thrive in community. And that's the benefit of thinking in group models, of thinking in virtual models, and of being very specific about choosing your niche. Because in cash practice, you have to stand up as an expert, and it's important to actually become an expert. That's why I'm still in the clinic, right? Um, so I think that's really what you'll learn from my talk, a way to build a practice that doesn't have any boundaries. There you go. I love what you said about niche. And, you know, I've been preaching this with our group, the alternative careers group, that you have to find the, your specific niche because, you know, you know, what did they say? The richest are in the niches. And mm. me being a foreign trained therapist, would, would the company hire me if I'm just a regular foreign trained therapist who can't even speak straight English? No, no, they would hire me now because they think I'm a, you know, quote unquote, dementia expert. So now they're like the one who's trying to give me all these patients online and everything. So I love what Jessica said. You have to find your specific niche. So Anthony has their specific niche. Bert has his niche. Asha, Jessica, and Scott. So if you are watching right now and you're listening in our uh, alternative careers group, I would challenge you find that specific niche hone on it, focus on it, and run with it. And, and that's how you're going to grow as a better therapist, as a better person, because we can't be a general practitioner. You know, even physicians, they have their own specific niche. You know, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to go to my heart doctor. I have this PVC thing. So, all right, I'm going to move on forward. Too much information, right? <laughs> I'm going to move on forward. Uh, we're going to ask uh, Asha. Asha, thank you very much again for coming over. So, uh Give us uh, talk, tell us about what you're going to be talking about in this rehab summit and uh, give us at least one or two tips. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for having us over. And uh, um, I second with uh, Jessica, Scott, Anthony, um, and you as well. So my niche is uh, neurological clinical practice, and I'm a um, board-certified neurological clinical specialist. I'm also a vestibular rehabilitation um, clinician. And um, I, I love treating patients with balance and uh, uh, faults. Uh, so what, what I am going to speak about is, uh, the, I was not an entrepreneur at heart, but what I am is when I see a problem, I cannot, uh, I cannot be quiet about it. I have to do something about it. So that's what drove me into developing this software because I could not uh, stop thinking about it. My, um, I am 
a foreign tra uh, trained therapist, but I also pursued my master's in mass general. So um, while I was uh, practicing here, my mother had uh, balance issues from vestibular migraine. I tried to give her some exercises and sure enough, all the exercises are only in English. And uh, Indian languages, there are about 12 Indian languages. My mother speaks Telugu and it has its own calligraphic script. So uh, Mike, you might be from uh, Philippines, if I'm not wrong, right? So does Philippines, does language of Philippines has, have its own script or are the alphabets written in English? Uh, yeah, it's alphabet in, uh, in, in English, right, Bert? In yes. The same with Spanish as well, but there are certain languages like Mandarin has its own calligraphic script. So yeah. if you have to implement a foreign language that, is, that has its own calligraphic script, there are no softwares that have uh, worked on it. So that was my uh, interest to develop um, the application to serve the people that really don't speak English as a primary language. And oh, wow. uh, they're, they're educated, they just don't speak English. So um, that's the story behind me developing this application. And also when we talk about women's health specialists, dementia expert, uh, pediatric expert and vestibular expert. If you're trying to reach patients within your geographical area, you're really uh, constrained. And there are so many patients out there who, re who require specialist services, who do not have that clinician specialist that's living close by. I could not find a vestibular rehabilitation specialist to treat my mother who lives in India. So I had to treat her myself. So my uh, drive was to develop this whole tele-rehabilitation platform so we can reach out to patients who are not only in our uh, close uh, geographical area, but also reach to a uh, larger community and serve more people that really need our services. In this way, without the brick and mortar expense, you're reaching out using the digital platform. And patients love it. Patients appreciate it. Patients love it. And uh, what I'm really going to speak about is honing in on that niche, developing your own uh, clinical practice guidelines, like developing your own exercise protocols, having your own um, uh, database of exercises and marketing to the uh, wider domain that you haven't uh, really thought of. And um, actually, um, you know, we, may, we put in a lot of money into sales and marketing, right? What if you give a 15 minute free tele-rehabilitation call and then um, ask these patients to talk with you and convert them into real patients? Patients would appreciate it and um, you know, the lead conversion is much more uh, efficient that way. And uh, that's what I'm going to talk about as to how you can utilize tele-rehabilitation to your own specific niche, be it uh, vestibular or women's health or dementia, geriatrics or pediatrics or any other specialty. How do you serve community at large? And I'm also going to speak about, um, you know, cash-based practice, how you can generate a super bill and... Uh, issue it to the patients, how you can build the patients. And uh, I would appreciate Anthony Maritato's uh, feedback on this with regards to Medicare, because there are so many elderly patients who require balance training and they could really not come to the clinic. And what if we can integrate Medicare because there are so many states that have parity law where we can uh, reach out to these patients and also build them through insurance. I think awesome. uh, that, that's, that's, that's my intent of this webinar. 
Oh, wow. Well, thank you very much, Asha. Appreciate you. You know, if you, ACG, you see, you see what Asha is doing, actually, Jessica and the rest of our, our guests right now. They're actually, they didn't find for the solution. They found the problem and then they found the solution to it. That's what Asha did. She found the problem and she found the solution. That's what, same thing with Jessica. She has a pro, she found the problem and she found a solution. And that's our goal here. If you are actually looking for a problem, you know, you find that solution because if you're not, Part of the solution you're part of the problem basically right <laughs> so uh we're gonna move on to the next uh, last guest bert you know uh we're, we're gonna be awesome right we're gonna ask bert and then after this we're good we're gonna be awesome and uh last but not only bert what's their topic and uh, give us two tips before we let you guys go well uh can you hear me yeah so uh before i yep. talk about my topic real quick mike I just want to say real quick, this is the reason why I put this summit together. I want our colleagues from PTs to OTs and SLPs see what's out there. This is the reason why I ask each individual speaker here tonight and the ones that are not, not here tonight to share what they're doing because there's a lot of therapists out there who don't know what they need to do, right? They want to do business. They want to do this. They want to do that but they don't know how to start or, or what to do. They're just, just plain confused, right? So with all the speakers that, that are going to be present during the Rehab Online Summit on uh, June 29th and 30th, we are actually catering to our colleagues and showing them, hey, guys, this is what I do. See if you want to do this. Hey, guys, this is what uh, Jessica, Anthony, Scott, uh, Asha, Will, and Alex are doing. See if you want to do this. So I just want the listeners to understand tonight, this is the main reason why we're doing this. This is for you guys. We all have our busy, um, busy lives as business owners, but we're going out of our way to show you guys what we're doing. So hopefully you can learn from, from what we're doing. Does that make sense, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now going to what I'm going to share with, uh, with uh, our colleagues during the summit my cup of tea is home health contract. I teach PTs, OTs, SLPs from LA to New York, you know, how to start a home health contract business. Now, um, home health contract business is different from the 13-week travel contract uh, therapy staffing that you know of, okay? What we do is we cater to the local home health agency where we get patients you know, um, as they come in, every referral, we treat patients just like in any outpatient setting. So the only difference is we don't have a brick and mortar, but we have a chart for the patient, whether they have PTO, or SLP, and we see those patients based on the doctor's order. So I teach PTs, OTs, and SLPs how to do this without quitting your job, without marketing to doctors, without billing Medicare insurance, and without any full-time employees, Okay. How can you do that? That's what you're going to learn during the summit. I'm going to show you the five major things, the five major moving parts to set up your own home health contract business. Thanks, Mike. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, uh, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, we appreciate you, Bert, Asha, Jessica, Scott, Anthony. really appreciate you for coming over. I know we've got lots more, lot, lot more questions, but before I let you go, I just wanted to encourage everyone, the word FAST, F-A-S-T. First, it's like our Facebook page. Subscribe our page. Subscribe to everybody's page, you know, Bert's page, Asha, Jessica, Scott, and, and Tony's page, because you, I learn a lot from them. And like what I said, you know, 
uh, the more I learn from them, the more the feeds pop up on my on my Facebook page and, and whatever social media, the more uh, reminder I get because I don't want to see all those negative people that complains about, you know, their life and everything. I want to see all these people winning in their business, winning in their in their career because, you know, that's what you want to be. So letter F, you know, F Facebook page, subscribe and like. Letter A, you got to take action on it. This video here, this is free. You know, the, this, the, the June 29th and 30th, come on now, guys. This is just $97. And you get all the information from all these people here. That's not even 97 bucks. Come on now. If I'm going to pay each one of these people that's here, it's not even worth the 97 bucks. You know, I'm probably going to pay uh, Bert $500 just to consult him for his business uh, for one hour to talk to or Scott, probably, you know, $1,000 just to consult him and, and Tony or whatever. He's probably going to build Medicare uh, <laughs> for me, you know. <laughs> So the goal here is just to learn because sometimes we just have to learn how to invest. A little bit of skin in the game because if we provide all this for, you know, totally, totally free, you know, it's, you're not going to value it. But a little bit skin of the game, 97 bucks coming June 29, 30th, uh, and that way you learn, you know, and you're not going to be able to apply all of it, you know. Just get one. Like, you know, if you're a pelvic floor lady, get Jessica's uh, course you know jessica's stuff you know me i'm gonna get uh tony scores you know because i'm done with bert so that's my my challenge for you letter a take action and letter s share this page share it to your friends share it to other groups because sharing is caring because the more we share it the more it may not be applicable to to you but it could be applicable to somebody else like a friend who needs a pediatric uh, guidance from Scott or a friend who needs guidance uh, on how to start their own pelvic floor or whatever, or Therex or, 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 or Bert. Uh, Bert saying this. Mike, before you forget, you are also a speaker. Can you please tell us what you're going to talk about? Oh, yeah, I almost <laughs> forgot. I'm going to be talking about improve your influence and impact in your industry by publishing your book. Basically, how you, you know, how I wouldn't be known as the dementia expert and be with uh, the dementia people if I don't have a published book. And having a published book increases your credibility instantly. You know, it's like a business card that you show. I got several published books, like five published books now. And every time I go to a patient or a company that I want to contract with, I just show them the book and they think I'm a, you know, really influential guy, but not really. I'm just a regular PT here. So that's, that will be my topic. Okay. Thank you for reminding me, Bert. And last but not the least, letter T on the F-A-S-T, letter T. We got to teach it. You know, all these people here, the reason why they're awesome in what they do, because they're teaching it. Because when they hear it, you forget. When you see it, you remember. But when they actually teach it, you actually understand it more. So, again, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you. I know uh, a lot of uh, our, our – we're going to have a lot of questions uh, along the way, but we're going to throw, the, throw them back to you guys. I appreciate you, Anthony, Bert, Asha, Jessica, Scott. Thank you very much. Thank you very much again, ACG. God bless you, and have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you.